The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed, they have. Their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from John chapter 1. The next day, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying. And they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, So you are Simon, the son of John? You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. John the Baptist is always pointing to Jesus Christ. In fact, when my wife and I, we were in Europe in May, whenever we would go to a art museum, we'd always know there's John the Baptist before we read the little sign because he was pointing like this, and sometimes he was pointing and smiling. 
Back in the day, however, no one knew who Jesus was. He was a nobody. He was the son of a carpenter from a boondocks country town way, way, way north of Jerusalem, Nazareth. But that day while Jesus the nobody was walking by, John the Baptist, his cousin, looked up with two of his followers and he pointed and he said, hey, you two, you know that lamb that we as the Jewish people, we kill every year during Passover as a sacrifice for our sins? That man over there, Jesus, he's actually the final fulfillment of that. When Jesus is killed, he will be the one final sacrifice that will pay for all of our sins forever. They'll be gone. He is the Messiah, the Christ, the chosen one. Behold, the Lamb of God. And like that, the word of God began its work by the Holy Spirit. The two immediately followed Jesus and they wonder where he's going. They want to know where he's going. And so Jesus tells them, come and you will see. Come and you will see. Come and you will see where Jesus is going. He's going to turn water into wine. He's going to heal the sick. He's going to heal the blind and the crippled. He's going to raise the dead. He's going to preach and teach on mountainsides, in closed doors, through open windows. He's going to eat meals with repentant sinners and the most despised and the most honored people in all the land. Come and see He's going to the cross to suffer for you, to die for you, to be raised from the dead for you, that you who believe in him will live forever. Come and you will see. Don't worry about understanding yet. Paul writes, that, or what is seemingly a riddle in our Romans reading today. But he's actually just laying it all out as simply and as logically as he can. One step, two step, three step, engineer mode. Tent maker, actually, he was. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hallelujah. Just like how Andrew tells his brother, Simon, that he's finally found the Messiah. He's found the chosen one. He has found the Lord. But how, Paul continues, will they call on him if they haven't believed yet? Today, we're celebrating St. Andrew. It's St. Andrew's Day. 
Andrew believed that Jesus was Messiah. And that's how he called on Jesus's name and was saved by the preaching of John the Baptist. He was able to believe and call on the name of Jesus Messiah. But Paul continues to ask, how are they to believe if they haven't heard? Well, John the Baptist let Andrew know that Jesus was the Messiah, the sacrificial lamb of God who would die for us all. But how, Paul asks, are they to hear without someone preaching? Andrew heard John preach. Then he heard Jesus preach. And how are they to preach unless they're sent? Jesus sends Andrew off to tell his brother Simon, we have found the Messiah. And that word of God sparks faith in Simon. Bam. The first Christian mission. Hallelujah. The first guy told the second guy that Jesus is Messiah and he believed him. Andrew brings his brother to church, which is wherever Jesus is, and he meets Jesus for the first time. Jesus looks at Simon and he says, Simon, you believe. You're the first one to believe in me by word through one of my disciples. The first one. You're Cephas now. You're Peter, which means rock, right? This church that I'm building, Jesus says, is going to continue to be built on this style of relationships, this pattern. It'll be called evangelism. The proclamation of the gospel, people inviting other people that they love and care about to meet me, Jesus. It's as simple as telling your loved one that you finally found who you've been looking for. You found Jesus. Come and you will see. Andrew and Simon Peter and all the other apostles would go on to the very ends of the earth, their words to the ends of the world, repeating this very process. Peter would tell Joe, and Joe would believe and have faith. Joe would tell Lori, and Lori would believe in Jesus and call on his name and have faith and be saved. And through this game, this, this pattern, person to person to person to person, over 1,900 years, finally, your mom, your dad, your friend told you, and you had faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Yes, the word preached or read in this pulpit but also the word taught in the fellowship hall or in a Bible study during the week. Hearing comes from the Bible on your shelf that you've had ever since you got confirmed. 
from the words of soothing gospel on the phone with your friend, your mom, your dad, your son, your daughter, who are giving you those sweet words of gospel, you are forgiven. Jesus loves you. Don't give up. Jesus cares. Faith, hearing, comes from the word of God, from Jesus Christ entering your home, inviting your friends, your family, your grandchildren, your loved one to come and meet Jesus at your church. Come and you will see, Jesus says, Christ Jesus alone gives eyes to see. And we see. We have faith not with our eyes, but with our ears, like a bat. For by our ears, we see Christ Jesus through his word, by faith in it. And so can our friends and our family. Give it a try. What joy that will bring them. What joy divine you can share in when they come to faith in Jesus Christ. To see him as their savior, their deliverer, the one who died and rose and now lives for them. That they would never die. That they would live forever with you, with Jesus in his kingdom which has no end. May the word of our Lord Jesus Christ open the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your child's heart, your husband's heart, your grandchild's heart, your friend's heart. Amen.